Hello, everyone. How you going? That was one of our best introductions ever, James. So good. So good, Michael. Wow. Really in the mood. I mean, you know, credit to you for, you know, doing one of the best intros in Sports Desk history. If you don't really know, you're listening to Sports Desk on Sin with Michael and James. We didn't have an intro because (laughs) technical difficulties and, you know... Life not wanting to go our way, but that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. You know, we'll move. We'll move on. We'll move. We'll move past it. Like every good sports team does. You know, you go down in the first quarter. Premiership quarter is the third quarter. You know, you might it come is. back. Yeah, there is. Still get to the second quarter. We know what's going to happen. But big show today. Big show. Big James. show. Big, lot, lots happened in the uh, so much. in the sporting world in the last. Even 24 hours, like 48, mm. 24 hours, even like 12 hours. There's been so much that's gone on. Um, Probably in the last hour, there's been something that's happened as in well. In the last hour, yes. Yeah, so, yeah so there's always something happening so, uh, in this world. Oh, well, what is it? Burmese 25th Division snooker? Yeah. Something like that. A lot can happen there. I mean, someone could lose an eye, James. Someone could lose an eye. Oh, it's just dangerous. <laughs> Watch and out. Always keep an eye on the Russian, uh, the Russian table tennis league as well. Yes. Oh. Keep your hand over your drink at all times. Of course, absolutely. Absolutely. Safety first. Bringing it back to Australia, yes. we're going to go through a bit of uh, the possum skin. <laughs> the possum the, skin, the mungrook. The ye old... The mungrook ball. M- mungrook, the, uh, the possum skin. By the, the way, uh, by the way, shout out Nidoc Week this week, James. It is. It is fantastic that we do so many acknowledgements, and it's going to be a great week of celebration. I think Fremantle yesterday, as we're about to delve into the football that happened over the weekend, round 16, of course. Um, Fremantle were wearing their Indigenous Guernsey, so kicking off Nidoc Week, which of course was Sunday. So plenty of festivities throughout the week. If you want to find out more, go to the SIN website and go to the Lots RMIT website and do some research. It's fantastic. There's always stuff happening on those websites. You'll never, there's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. RMIT. No, always um, something happened. But look, the game that was supposed to be played as a uh, to keep people fit in the off-season of cricket, which is now AFL, used to play cricket, and yes. in the off-season they would play AFL or Mungrook yes. to keep them fit for, for yeah. cricket season. So this it really wasn't sense. a sport. But it is now, and we had a few big games over the weekend. I think we did cover this on Friday, so we did cover uh, the Lions beating the Dogs, uh, one hundred eight to sixty seven, conclusive win by Brisbane. Not yeah, too much impressive. to go on about that. Um, Bulldogs will be scratching their heads to think what went on and what went wrong. Uh, but look, they got Bailey Smith back in two weeks. So yeah, I think there's a Bailey Smith countdown clock somewhere at Cotton On. I'm sure James that <laughs> will be will be continually ticking over. <laughs> Um, they love him there, don't they? No, they do. Jeez. Do- doesn't, doesn't wear many of the clothing, though. It's usually just underwear, isn't it? Yeah, honestly, I, I, I mean, you know, if you've got... If you're Not that, many T-shirt sales, James. If you're that ripped, though, I mean... I mean, come, come on, on. Show, show it off. Of course. Friday night, this this was a very, very, very underrated game. Did did you tip the Saints? No. In this one? <laughs> no, are you kidding? No way. You call them the pretenders every time we're I on do, it. and they are pretenders because they don't show up for the big games, and Carlton isn't a big team, well, um, as we know, but well, for, for some reason they're making themselves relevant for yes, this year. Yeah. Uh, St Kilda did beat Carlton uh, 14-9, 93 to 10-18-78. Shocking kicking oh, display from Carlton. Oh, awful kicking display. Like to have twenty-eight scoring shots and only converting ten of them. Oh my god, James! In the I think it was the third quarter. I think they were one goal six, which just clearly goes to show that they had all the dominance going forward, but they couldn't capitalise. And in fact, in the last quarter, St Kilda had a very uh, dilapidated bench. They pretty much had I think they only had one rotation, James. They had, I think, Dougal Howard down with a knee injury. 
they had two of their players collide, I think, midway through the final quarter. Um, and they just were, I think they were pretty much out on their feet, but they did an incredible job to kick four goals in that final term to really put it to bed. Colton kicked three of their own, but again, five behind. So, yeah. Three, what, what is it? Three, four goals. It's four not good. goals. It's, six, it's 12 or something ridiculous. Well, oh. It ended up being 13 scoring points, basically. Yeah. So they had five rush behinds. Yeah. Um, but look, that's... Four you, goals, 11 in the second half, though. That's... Yeah. Oh. And you got your big boy, Charlie Kerner, kicking one goal, four. Having a big day out for him. God. Mm. Uh, and then going through a few more goal kickers. Jesse Motlop kicking three goals, one. Matt Kennedy... Uh, two goals, one. Tim Membry with four straight. Max yeah, King's three, one. Uh, Dan Butler, Jack Higgins pulling off two goals, one as well. Paddy Ryder getting in the mix of it. Harry Mackay with two as well. Matthew Kennedy with two. And lots of one pointers. Uh, <laughs> lots of oh, one pointers. God. It was a grim game for the Blues, and one of my mates is a Blues supporter, and he was not happy at all. He, um, yeah, was a bit was a bit salty because mm. look, everything going into this game. It was blues, blues, blues. Oh, even the crowd, James. Oh, 100%. 43,000. I would imagine 30,000 of those would have been blue supporters. Yeah, and then 10 of them would have... 10,000 would have been uh, St Kilda fans, and 5,000 of them would have uh, come from the Minions movie. (laughs) So, look, you know, fair fair play to St Kilda fans. Uh, But look, yeah. It sold out. I couldn't believe it. I tried to go. Couldn't go. It's just just one of those games Mm. where... Everything went wrong for Carlton, no matter how you put it and anything, the way that it played. Yeah. It's just didn't go their way. and Yeah, they looked really off early too. It's it's one of these games now, because we're so late into the season, we're the back end of it, you've just got to put a past you and move on. You have to. It's like Absolutely every sport though. Mm. You know, we're coming into the back end of all grade cricket, not grade, well, grade cricket, grade, grade football. Grade cricket, non-grooker. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're getting confused. Grade football, grade <laughs> soccer, everything mm. like that, and... Every, everyone's had the same mentality. you just got to put so. everything behind you. Yep. Um, move move on to next week because that's just... I don't think that truly dis- is a representation of how the Blues have been playing as of late and doesn't have a true representation of how St Kilda have been playing as of late. So hopefully they go back to their normal ways. That's right. And the uh, regularly scheduled television shows that uh, happen week to week like St Kilda losing. <laughs> uh, but look, I'll tell you who didn't lose as well. Oh, James. The like the segue. Oh, my. Song up at some point. Oh my yes. lord! Wow, this wow. Yeah, we did not yeah. see this coming. I did. I, you, you know you what? Predicted. I, it. I said to myself, "Oh, you didn't right? get your tips in quick enough." I, you know what? No, I <laughs> no, did it. Okay. On my, on yeah, my yeah. work tipping, I got it in. Hey, you got happy, it in. That's, right? that's all that matters. I was, I was <laughs> in the change rooms before my soccer match, and oh. I was like, my mates were like, "Oh, surely you tip in Sydney?" And I'm like, "Are you kidding? At the G? Come Mate, on. we're winning this. Come on. Wait, are you like?" Do you honestly think that any interstate team is going to come to the G and beat the Dons? Bank us. No. Yeah, nah. Nah. Not at the Sorry, mate. 15 yeah, 5 nah, to 12 14, 95 to 86. Another masterclass from the Dons. James, oh, you know what I love the about from this? Napier Street. You know what I love about the Kings of Napier Street? The Plains. Let me tell you something here. I, I love football karma. And football karma is alive and well, James, because it was early in the season. Luke Parker, he does a very uh, cheeky de- gesture to one of our players, being Dylan Schill. It was a little, ooh, Dylan, you're spooked out. You're not going for the ball. Ooh, ooh, look at me. And it flashed up on the, on the big screen, and I'm going, yeah. wait a second here. 
you can't do that. None of our players saw it. None of the Essendon players saw it. And they didn't retaliate. They didn't, you know, put a for- nah. foot forward. No and way. unfortunately, it was forgotten about. But James, the football gods, we they don't, don't forget. We don't forget. They don't Are you forget. No we way. don't forget our fans. And let me tell you something, James, in his 250th game, and of course he has to play his 250th game, Luke Parker, against us. Quick thing. Luke Parker is an outstanding player. He's he's had an amazing career. But you don't go doing that. You don't go missing with the footy gods. And as a result, late towards the end of the game, James, Essendon are up by three points. He does a little snap out of congestion, tries to clear the space from the forward 50, and guess what? Bounces up to Nick Hine, snaps the ball, kicks a goal. There's footy karma for you, James. That's great. Ooh, yeah. That's great. Luke Parker, just, you know, I hope you get some high-quality salt in his steak today. Because- <laughs> You kind of need it. Uh, goal kickers fourth game. Zach Merritt with three straight. He Chad Warner with three goals. One. Buddy Franklin, Isaac Heaney, Sam Reed, Jake Stringer, and two meter Peter all with two goals apiece. With Chala, Sam Durden with one. Dyson Heppel, Nick Hind, Ben Hobbs, all those you know generals. And of course, mm. the one that I was surprised about was uh, Mr. Jake Kelly. Jake the Kelly, goal. the big, uh, the big bull. <laughs> Where did that come from? The big bull. And Gee, didn't nowhere. he like it too? Oh, it was great. That he, was a celebration. He, he got up and about. But look, <laughs> I've liked Jake Kelly this year. I, I think he's been, <laughs> he's been good. He's been good. He, he's he's a bit of a stress head, isn't he? he yeah, he is. He, he likes remonstrating with the umpire, so you've got to be careful about that. But wow, I mean, what about Jake Stringer as well? He, he started to find some form. He, he looked Finally. Little, he looked a little disinterested at times throughout right. the game, but the credit to him, he, he got right into it. But yeah, 26 points down, James, and we go and we go on and win that game in front of a, a pretty decent home crowd. Look, I've got to say, I think you take away all the skill, there's a lot of heart in that win. Oh, big time. Big time. I think I think you can't you can't shy away from the fact that footy is a you know, tactical game, but then it's a game where if you've got gusto you're going to win the game. You're going to win the game. That um, was all hard. Well done, Dons. I don't blame Jake Kelly for being a stress head because if I was an Adelaide <laughs> fan, I would be a stress head after oh this 29-point loss. You and the segues today, Jimmy. Just, you're on yeah, fire, mate. Sorry, mate. I you're just, on fire. I, I, I just got to do it. Um, like, Melbourne taking a very nice contingency over to Adelaide they, for a, they, for a they, nice weekend in the Barossa Valley. What do you reckon? <laughs> I think so. Saw Clint Stanaway I, there, you, rival uh, rival radio host ooh, of us. Yes, um, yes. Enjoying nice in, chompers. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoying some of Adelaide's finest over there. Jeez, um, James, don't like a cheese platter of the Melbourne supporters. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Bit of fromage. Um, <laughs> Adelaide <laughs> Oval, one of the nicer ones. Yes. One of, the, one of the nicer places to go. It is. Um, and I definitely think that this is somewhere that I wouldn't mind going for a Don's loss in the future. No no Amy Park, James. It's no, it's no Amy Park, no Amy Park chicken and chips, but, you know, I will cop an Adelaide uh, pie or whatever Yeah, oh, the pie floater. <laughs> Stop not, it. Let's not explain every it again. Every week. Every week it makes an appearance. If you haven't been listening to Michael and I every week, Michael's been <laughs> subtly... Adding in uh, a bit of pie floaters and fish and lots of pie floaters, yes. Um, yes, yes. Mush peas, into pie upside down. Where? What can you do? But look, 29 yeah. points, 14-10, 10 just got it done, and you yep. can't really say anything else because yep. Adelaide just didn't have that grunt and didn't have that bit more aggression that people expected them to come out with. I mean, goal kickers, uh, track got three. Yeah, Mitch nice Brown. Mitch, Mitch Brown from the Dons <laughs> coming out of nowhere. Oh, N- number 38. God, he's been demoted numbers. God, do you remember when he was a low number for us and then he just got absolutely pole-drived into the seconds? Uh, ben Brown with two. 
Ben Keys, Tex Walker, all with two, and then a lot of individual goal kickers as well. Uh, leading touches, just getting them up now. Clary Oliver with 36, Eddie Langdon and Track with 33 piece. Uh, and then we had Rory Laird, Jordan Dawson and Ben Keys all picking up over 30 touches as well. So very, very high efficiency mm. in disposals and meters gained as well. Clayton Oliver, this is this is where I kind of set the bar with him. Yeah. 36 touches, only 260 meters gained. Uh, so not, a- not much coverage with a footy there. Yeah. And look, I get he's a Lots midfielder and I get that, you know, he kind of all handballs and whatnot, but 26 handballs altogether, 10 kicks. So mm, mm. go figure. Yeah, uh, it's a good point you bring up. It's just it's it's one of those things where you do take that into consideration. You have to. And yep. he's not a footballer who takes the ball down the field. He's more of a tiki taka one two one two mm. and doesn't get many meters gained. And then you look at the statistics and be like, oh, he actually didn't have a very good game. Mm. But then when you actually watch the game. It bites back at that. It's like, no, he actually did have a good game. Yes, and yes. you don't know what to think because yes. the stats are saying otherwise, the game's saying otherwise, and your personal opinion is saying either one of the two. Yes. Three it's votes Christian Petrarca, though. Three votes Christian Petrarca. Because, because he, he has some great. ridiculous um, inaccuracy. I think he's like zero goals, eight. Something yeah. ridiculous over the last couple of weeks. It was so good he kicked through. He needed that. He needed to pocket them. And, and look, to be honest, the Demons needed to win this game. Because you'd, <laughs> you'd remember last year, they actually lost this game. This was their first loss of last year. This, this was the one that rocked the boat a little bit for Melbourne. It was, yeah. yeah even, even though the boat was pretty sturdy last year, this was the one yes. that kind of got a bit of instability in there. You're right. Um, look, yeah, they, hey, need, they, they had to do it. it. They had to do it. Langdon kicked a very nice goal along he the did. ground towards the end there. Bit of show time, bit of party time at the end of that game. <laughs> bit of party pies. But yeah, they were they were good the days. They just had to win that one there. Their forward line still concerns me a little bit, James. None of their tall timber are really firing at the moment. Ben Brown, Mitch Brown, all the Browns, they're not, they're not really firing. So just a bit of a watch on them. But overall... They get the chocolates. They got the chocolates. And that's all that matters. And I hope people in America are getting chocolates today because oh, it's fourth um, and in honour of... Firecrackers. In honour of uh, Mason Cox, who is now an Australian, but, you know, still American, It'll unfortunately. American, yes, uh, a bit of Brian Adams for your Monday afternoon. A bit of uh, Summer of 69. We'll be back. Sports Woo! on scene. 69. What a tune. Oh, yeah. Having a, having a nice thing there? Very good. Of course. That was, that was a bit of fun. Bit of air guitar, James. A bit of a... In the studio. Bit of shredding. Gee, we like that. Do do like a bit of shredding. <laughs> Don't um, mind it. Speaking of America, though. Speaking of America. It's 4th of July. 4th of July. Happy feel- Independence Day, everybody. Get your firecrackers and your hot dogs and your and barbecue ribs. Deep fried and butter and all those <laughs> very healthy things. Triple fried Oreos. And <laughs> Triple fried. What else is there? Just um, in case frying at once was enough. Yeah. Isn't funnel cake? Funnel cake is delicious, James. Funnel cake is Santa just... Santa Monica Pier. That, that stuff just sounds like cholesterol. Oh, overload. Yes. If you don't know what it is, from what I've seen, from what I've done minimal research in <laughs> all they do is just get cake butter and put it in the deep fryer and just make it this like curly whirly cool kind of shape yeah you're correct about and that's that that's it and they just load it with icing sugar yeah, and just made from pancake butter you're absolutely oh, spot God. on there you go eggs nah. oil sugar vanilla salt and milk and <laughs> put that in a deep fryer Goddamn. no thank Don't you we love it uh look brings up a really important point doesn't it it does and we're going to take a little Delve. Delve and a little pause between the AFL mm. uh, into our favourite American sportsmen. Yes. Sportswomen. Everything, yes. Of, the, everything of the sort. Mm. Lead us away. Okay. Uh, look, I'd love to say Rocky Balboa, um, <laughs> but 
Not 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 officially. I'm so- not officially. I'm sorry to break it to you, yes. but he's he's actually not real. James, <laughs> he's actually not, he's not real. real. He's got his own statue. How many sports people have their own statues? And, and, and he gets a, one. And he's, he's fake. A character. And he's fake. Did you know? Oh my word! This is a wacky fact. That's, that's when you know you made it. This, this is the most wackiest fact Come of the day for you. Me. His actual name is Sylvester Stallone. No. Yeah. No. Oh, just, that's so underwhelming. That's just blowing that's so your mind. underwhelming. Sylvester like the cat. That's what I first thought of him as. <laughs> I was like, oh, this big black and white cat that's chasing around a little mouse. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. That's Tom and Jerry. Oh, that's God. That's right. There we I'm go. Having a nightmare. <laughs> all right, can you go out? Having a mirror. Who? Let us. Come on. Okay. Like an, like an actual real one. Okay, okay. Well, well look, my current favourite one, because let's talk about current ones, yeah. would have to be Paddy Mahomes. The second okay, fair enough, uh, yeah. from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, he's going to be an out-and-out superstar for uh, the the quarter well the quarterback position for the Kansas City Chiefs. I I just absolutely admire what he is doing there, and um, you know, real good leader for African American uh, children in that community as well. So big shout out to him, but a little lesser known American athlete who um, I read his book a while back. James, his name's Jim Thorpe. Does this ring a bell to you? He's one of the most amazing all-round athletes, I think, of all time, and yeah. probably one of the most unheralded because he he's a Native American. So yeah. He was born in the late 1880s, and all throughout the early 1920s, you know, he was competing at the highest level, but does not get the recognition he deserves. He was um, he was a multiple gold medalist in the Olympics, but he was also. A seriously talented uh, sprinter. He played gridiron. Uh, I think he played basketball. He was also oh a discus Lord. thrower. He he's an unbelievable athlete, and he he won one of his gold medals, James, from borrowed shoes. He he grabbed two random pairs of shoes, and he still won. I think a, a sprinting event. So he's one of those lesser known um, yep. famous athletes, but particularly for the time that he was living in and the things that he achieved, extraordinary. He's one of he's one of my favourites. Love it, James. Love it, love it. Tell me, come on. All right, I got, I got two for you. Yes, I got two. One being Jesse Owens. Oh yeah, right. I like this. That's, I like this. That's a, that, that goes way back. Yeah, it does. I like um, this. Winning gold in Nazi Germany in the uh, 1936 oh, Berlin Olympics. God, that was a controversial one, if you ask <laughs> wasn't me. It, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> next one. I don't know. I, it's not off the grid. Yes, Simone yes. Biles. Simone Biles, I like, gymnast. I like this, James. Olympic gymnast. The ghost in set, her field. Set the world on fire yes. in, the, uh, in the 16 games. That was, yeah, insane. That was one of the better, like, Olympic stories we've had in our modern era. Amazing. And then one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one more because I'll lead you off with yes, one more. Yes, There's a couple, but MJ... A- I was MJ, about to MJ, say, we, we have to mention MJ. MJ just sticks out like a sore thumb. Yep. I think I think one more other one I've got to say is Muhammad Ali. Yep. Um, just an amazing cultural figure. Um, not only one of the greatest boxers of all time and one of the greatest egos of all time, but such a great cultural icon. So, yeah, they're, they're some of my favourites. And, you know... Little bits of controversy, James, but not as much as maybe some other talented American athletes. I feel like these guys have just been exceptional on and off the field, and I think that's why we're so inspired by them. Yeah. Incredible. Shout, we out love to, it. shout out to Larry Bird as well. That's just oh, a yeah, little... Larry Bird. That's just oh, a little... If, if we mention. stay on this topic, we're just going to keep mentioning yeah, nah. more guys. We're, we're, we're not going to... I mean, you know, we could go baseball as well. We yes. can do those. Oh, we can my do God, everything. Yes. But you know what? Yes. It's not going to work because not we're gonna not going to be transported to America. We're in Australia. We're in Australia. We're in the possum skin. <laughs> uh, cats versus cats. the kangaroos. Oof. What an Australian 
matchup here. Oh, and if you <laughs> very Australian. if you remember back cats in, and roos. If you remember back in the day, the uh, t- the cats and the roos had a few classic matchups down at GMHBA yeah, in the they? years back didn't back they? when they had a uh, that that sky blue uh, that sky blue striped kit for North Melbourne oh. in 2011. Wow! And the cats were in their absolute oh, yes. prime. Uh, cats were in their prime again. They certainly are. One forty four to thirty two. Embarrassing for North Melbourne. All eyes are on Mister uh, Mister Noble. Mister Noble, because Noble. God, wow. mate, what are you doing? Like, he, he doesn't oh. seem phased, but I think deep, deep down, he knows he's uh, he's, he's burnt bread. I, I feel like I feel like if you want to like make a like a meme to represent his life at the moment, it's the dog in their f- house that's burning down. I'm fine. Yes, yes, that I think is so. that is what it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, my oh, it's it's, it's rough, isn't it? 39 scoring shots. Yeah, that's that's seven. below standard in AFL, isn't like, it? That's, that's laughable. I'm sorry. Yes. Say uh, say that again. 39 scoring shots, shots. to seven. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Yeah. 39. Seven. That's, that's a 32 wow. scoring shot difference. Wow. That's and ridiculous. Yeah. Pff, yeah. That's... I, I, it's, I'm speechless. Minimal. Yeah, I'm speechless too. I'll Shall I run through a goal kickers? Yes. Very quickly. Yes, yes, yes. Tom Hawkins just having a cheeky day at two goals three. Wow. Gee, that'd having, be nearly record Having more him. scoring shots mm. than North Melbourne in total. <laughs> As did Jez Cameron, who had eight with four goals three. Wow. Brad Close with two. Quinton Narkel and Tyson Stengel with two. And then the illustrious goal kickers for North Melbourne were <laughs> Paul Curtis, Nick Larkey, uh, Jack Mahoney and uh, Tristan Zeri and Cam Zerha. Oh, mate. Yeah, Insane. Not, not too many contributors there, but I'll tell you what, coming back from injury, Paddy Dangerfield, he's been, he's been managed all year, James, and he comes back in, and in the first, I think it was 18 seconds of the game, he bursts out of the congestion in the middle, and he kicks a nice little goal through the eye diddle diddle. I mean, can you ask for a better start? No. You can't. No, you can't. Incredible. You can't. Incredible. I'm happy, I'm happy he's back. He's, I'm happy he's, he's back he's too. I don't he's mind great for the game. He is. He's, he's a good, good personality, and uh, yeah, he's he's going to be managed. There's no question. I'm I'm sure his game minutes were down a little bit, but to see that explosiveness again, um, obviously making sure that he doesn't do any more calf damage. It's good to see. It's good to it see. Is, absolutely. So that was a, a nice big win. Does David Noble um, survive? No. Past this season. Oh, no. No, no, no. no I wouldn't no. think so either. I'm sorry, but not, you're not deluded as if you honestly think that he's going to last even... Oh, you know what? It'd be bad if they sacked him at, you know before the season ended because then have an interim coach and it just... No, no. Just got, to, got, to it got to see it through. Got to see it through. Got to it through. Let him just collect his, you know, slip, pay do, slips do, do and whatnot. Do you go with a senior coach, James, or would you go with, like, another young coach, like a, like a reshore? Because both haven't worked because they've went with the senior coach here. I mean... David Noble hasn't coached before, but he's a bit like a Chris Fagan where he's been in the coach's box and he's and he's got good management skills and probably good personable skills. Where look, do you go? For me, I've I've always had this mentality of players getting along with their assistant coach better than their coach. And we and I said this to you last week. Mm-hmm. I said this exact same thing to you last week. And I saw a video of the PNG Pathways player. Uh, for Gold Coast, yes, when he was lovely. When Stewie Jew and uh, Reshaw went up to his house and said, "You're playing," the interaction he had between those two coaches was the polar opposites. Where Shook Shook uh, 
uh, Stewie Jew's hand was nice and prim and proper, and then just jumps into Reshaw's arms and was like, oh, you know, let's go, I've made it, whatever, like that. And I reckon that you need a coach, mm. an interim coach. I don't know if this is madness. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing but it. Get your assistant coach to coach. Mm. Because a lot of other teams have done it in the past mm. and it works. Yeah. Because funnily enough, mm. when you've got a good coach, the mm. players want to play for the coach. Yes, very true. It's so dead simple. Very true. But it's not even, it goes past past um AFL. It goes to football, it goes to gridiron, mm. it goes mm. to hockey. Absolutely. Everything every, like every that. Code. They all happen like that. Yep. And when it happens, it is fantastic, and North Melbourne aren't going to aim for that top no. eight spot. They just need a rebuild where it gets them off the bottom of the ladder. It's a really good call. You might have a really tactically nous and sound coach, but if, if he can't inspire or he or she can't inspire their cattle, um, you're going to get no results. I feel like David Noble's like your year 10 maths teacher. Yeah. Who's just... Pretty dour, like if, if intimidating. There's, if there's a colour to sum up him, it's beige. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like there's nothing exciting going on, and it's like, yeah, it's all right, good, come on, man, cool. I'm, I'm kind of sick of this. Yep. No, uh, it's a good call, James. And I feel like they're just trying to scrape through to the end of the season so they can get away on holidays because yeah, I feel so looking. sorry for these players. They, they could lose a lot of quality young players too. That's the other thing. You think of Horn Francis, you think of Nick Larkey, you think of um, even Zerha. Yeah. You know, some of these players, they're not getting any good delivery inside forward 50. So why would you want to play in that forward line? Well, I, again, this springs into my mind immediately. When North are having this bad of a season, the talks of Tasmania and always whatnot always just ropes them in, and I'd hate to see it because Arden Street's one of the classic grounds. No, You've got to keep it. You've got to keep them. I just feel bad for them because there's so nothing what? they can do about this. No. And they're getting belted by a team who could easily win the Premiership this year. Mm. Like, I could mm. easily see a Geelong-Melbourne grand final totally. this year where Geelong could do an upset I, I without a doubt well. yep um and it's it is one of those games where you just got to get through this week yep that is the big thing yep of just gritting your teeth and being like let's just get through it monday tuesday wednesday whatever just get to the next game because at this stage they're clutching at straws like they're just there's nothing that's good's going to happen this season get through it not really, really rebuild but just move on to next season and see how that goes but david noble does not stay collingwood Richmond, Hawthorne, Essendon, Sydney, Adelaide, and Gold Coast as their run home. So maybe a lot of the pain may have passed, but, gee, <laughs> a couple of these teams could probably stitch them up a little bit. So, yeah, a couple of winnable games there, but yeah. I just need to show yeah. some more fight, James. To our fight, mate, these <sighs> both two teams had it. The Sunnies and the Pies. Wow, this is one of the games of the round. Wow. Wow. What a game. What a spectacle. Like... Metricon Stadium lit up. It did. And I love Karate. To have a to have a Saturday night game man. in the Gold Coast. Man oh man. Wow. Wow. This is like the good old days. This is like good old days. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. When the Gold Coast Suns are up and about. Peak New footy. team. It's just great. Yeah, Gazza Ablett. I yeah. mean this this game will really, I think, shape the eight. Carmichael Hunt. It was just an insanely good game. Mm. And look... Ebbs and flows too. This is such a big call, mm. but Nick Dacos makes it into the top 10 for the Brownlow. I, th- I think he, he makes all Australians This too. kid is crazy. Crazy good. I said it, that meter's gained with oh Clary. Oh, my God. Come 37 on. touches, 674 metres gained. There it is. This kid is insane. How is he How is he in his first year, James? 
This I is, can't believe it. You know what? Credit to Collingwood and the way that they've produced this kid yeah. through everything. Yeah. Because he played... I'm pretty sure he played Sandy Dragons. Yep, yeah. Right? Insane culture there. Mm. Great development program because all the APS schools in the southeast, mm. that's the, that, that's the team they go on. to. Credit to them. But even more, more credit to Collingwood for making him stick with the Pies through his whole childhood and making him want to join the club because he's going to make this club 10 times better. And I said it to my mates on Saturday night, him being in this squad has made Josh Dacos a 20 times better footballer than he was last season. Isn't it true? And you talk about that. What about that moment where Nick Dacos, he gets the ball, I think he's on on the left forward flank yeah. or, or running into the forward line, kicks it, switches it, and... In the middle of the ground, there is Josh Dacos. He did not break stride, James. No, no, no. Marks That's it on his vision. chest, runs in, kicks it from 50. That is Dacos magic times two. And his dad was there as well. His dad was sitting there enjoying a few uh, red cordials. So. Oh, yes. But, like, wow. I just, there's no roof to this kid's potential. No, there's not. <laughs> you're 18 and you're picking up 37 touches he in a game. He actually kind of looks like Sylvester Stallone. We, we spoke about him before. He he's does got a, little he's got a bit. bit of that. <laughs> you know, he is. Oh, man. He's yeah, a jet. He's so good. He's lighting it on fire. Um, still side bottom, getting 27 Lighty. touches, second best for Collingwood. Jo- big, big Johnny Noble with 23. Taylor Adams. Yeah, nice. Doing um, better than his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Um, Taylor Adams with 20. Look, great game. Yeah, really you, great you game. You cannot. Say otherwise, and this is one of those games where if you're a neutral, you watch it back. And, oh, 100%. Entertaining. But Suns heartbreaking for the there. Suns. Heartbreaking for the Suns. Two weeks in a row, James, they go down by less than 10 points. I wouldn't I wouldn't be disappointed if I was a Gold No, Coast. no, they've lost no fans, is, but it's still it's still shattering that they can't, you know, win one of these close games. Like, I feel like for me, if that was me, would, I'd just have belief. Yeah. Because if you're putting up against Collingwood, who's going to get into the eight, they, they're going to make finals. They're looking good. I feel like everyone's kind of conceding to the fact that Collingwood are a very good team this year, mm. and people have slept on them. Yes. Suns cannot go away with them this disappointment like they did, they did last week. They can't. Because no, no. footy was a winner again this week. It was. It was. Footy, was a, like that. footy was a winner in, Adela- in the Port Adelaide last week. This Again, football won. Yeah. And Gold Coast, Gold Coast will be up there next year, I reckon. They they'll, will be. They'll, they're not too... What are they on the ladder? I think they're 14th or yeah, 15th. They're, they're going to get a draft pick. They're going to get a good draft pick, regardless of the way that they finish. They're sitting 11th. Look, 7 and 8, 109 percentage. That, that's, a, that's a really good season so yeah. far. Oh, you would, you would class this as a pass if you were totally. the 2020 Gold Coast Suns. Totally, totally. This is improvement. Stewie Jew's doing really well up there. Reece Shaw's doing really well as well. Yeah. The coaching staff that they've got, they've fine-tuned it, and it's one of these clubs, yeah, they're 12 years old, and they've been absolutely terrible for those 12 years, but they're persisting in a culture where you want to be at the club even though they're bad because you know they're going to turn good any anytime soon. James, who would have thought potentially three weeks in a row you could have blockbuster Gold Coast games? They play Richmond next Saturday, Twilight game at Metricom. Oh, oh where mate. Is it? Where is it? Oh, mate. I'm just trying to it's find It's at home. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, no, as, as in, like, what, sorry, what, what day? What, what day? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, oh, Saturday. Mate, Saturday, Saturday Twilight, Arvo, mate. mate. Saturday Arvo. Yeah, I'm, Saturday okay. late Arvo. Yep, yep, yep. That'll be brilliant. And then a potential Q clash in two weeks as well. Big. So, mate. Even if they don't make the finals, I think Stewie Juice stays because, as you mentioned, as you alluded to, seriously good camaraderie there within those in those four walls, and they they are really creating a strong culture. James, it's exciting to watch. It is great. It is great. But well done to Collingwood. 
game of the round. Game of the round. Without, that was great. Without a that doubt. Was, it was really entertaining. And, and you, you mentioned him before. Huago Paul Oe or Oea. Wow. Um, straight out of Papua New Guinea's program for football and kicked an incredible goal and his family were going up and about. It was an amazing moment, so a massive shout-out to him. It just shows how international AFL is and he's another great fairy tale story. Alrighty, we're going to go to another song and we're going to go to uh, a classic if you're a Guitar Hero fan. Yes. Guitar Hero and... Uh, Bit of an old, bit of an old timer. We're going with the American hits today, aren't we? I like it, and it's just Fourth of July, baby. This is so good. Hotel California by the Eagles. You're on the sports desk, once in. Yeehaw! We are all just prisoners here. Have oh, a what a tune! Oh. We were having an absolute <sighs> boogie and a half of this song. Oh. You're back on the sports desk. Oh, it's just oh, what oh, a American music. All right. Come on. Three more, three more games, and we're going to rush it through, and we're going to get into more sport because we've only got 15 minutes left, and we need to get the hell out of here. Yes, we do. So, first game on your Sunday was Richmond versus West Coast Eagles. The Weagles, the The Wet Toast Eagles, the Wet wet Wee Picks Weagles. Um, Richmond coming away with his 35-point victors, uh, 20 goals, 8 to 13 goals, 15, 128 to 93. Very good kicking display from Richmond. Yeah, they were great. And uh, big shout-out to Daniel Rioli. Probably the best game I've seen him played. And he's really torn it up in, in some of the biggest stages for the Tigers. But uh, he's, I think he is now a bona fide and a lock-in um, rushing half halfback, yep. like just running off halfback and just setting up with his foot skills and his ability to kick big goals. He, he was in the forward line. He was kicking a few goals he back was. in the day. When they were premiership contenders, and that. you're right. That's what I, I like in him playing off the back line. He's matured a lot, so I, massive, massive result from him for for this season. Are, are they for real, the Tigers? I, I think I think people have got to take him seriously now. You've got to. I, I feel like I mean, you know, you've got you've got big plays here. I mean, look, he big big um, gap between disposal units like Tim Kelly with forty, and then Daniel Rioli Rioli, Rioli. with. 28, uh, and then Nathan Broad and Marlon Pickett with 25 each. Luke Shrew with 26. That was the top four or top five disposal getters. So, look, interesting. Yes. There weren't too many touches for them, but, look, they did really well. They did. They kicked straight. They did. Tony kicked eight points and, um, you know, 28 scoring shots. That's a big plus. Jamie Cruz with three. Jack Greenwald with three. Liam Baker and Shea Bolton with two goals. Nil. Um, great. Really, really impressed with the way they play this footy. Just quickly on this game, though, Dustin Martin, the superstar Brownlow medalist, um, scans has confirmed that he has a small hamstring uh, strain. He got that in the third quarter. Uh, so he will miss the trip to the Gold Coast, um, which is uh, obviously a massive out. He's, he's Probably this was the game where he looked like he was back to almost his dangerous best. So we're not entirely sure how many weeks he will miss, James, but he will certainly miss next week. So we hope the best for him because we just love watching him play, don't we? We do. And I tell you, I don't love watching play the Giants. <laughs> Even though they won twenty two points, oh, this was this was a game that was just a bit of a. Oh, this was a hard game to watch. Yeah, it Se- was pissing down rain. It, it was bad. Uh, this was at Giant Stadium. Seventy two played fifty eleven goals six to seven goals eight. Great kicking performance again by the Giants. They've yeah, been they, really, 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 really on point the last couple of weeks. Callum Brown kicking four Callum goals. Callum M. Brown, if you don't mind, yeah. the Irishman. Jesse Hogan, uh, Jacob Weir with two goals each. 
big disposal getters as well. We had Tom Mitchell with 35 and Lockie Whitfield with 32. Uh, Cogs getting a three, 31 touches as well. Uh, Josh Kelly and Tim Taranto as well, 30 each. Yeah, they, they were amazing. Yeah, look, wasn't a really pleasing game for the eye if you're sitting on your couch on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> but look, it was a game of footy. They did get the points and they'll move on to next week with their heads held higher. Uh, next game, this was a very, very close one. Yeah, People this was a great game. slept on this game a little bit because they thought yeah. that uh, the Freo Docks would run away with this one against Port. But they only finished off winning by eight points, 99-91, uh, to 15-9 to 14-7. Uh, look, I didn't catch this game, but from what everything that I've heard from it, Fremantle are playing, again, top-quality football. Uh, Rory Lobb with five goals, yeah, and then he was great. next best was James Aish and Charlie Dixon with two. Uh, big touches for them as well. Ollie Wines, again, performing with 39 touches. And James Aish following his two goals with 29 touches. Yeah, he was great. Um, Jordan Clark as well. Love to see him playing. because He's he good, isn't he? He used to play for uh, Geelong, and I used to keep it a watch for life from him. He was like, oh. This guy's kind of good. And then he moved, wasn't too happy with not getting too many games. Did his shoulder as well at Geelong. And then the year after he did his shoulder, he moved to Frio. Getting 29 touches, not bad. I'm happy that all these young players are getting getting minutes and they're getting game time because, you know, they're the, they're the future. And mm-hmm. for a team like Fremantle to have so many young players that they've got Winning these games and still sitting in the, they're in the top four, I'm sure, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. and and they they would be potentially now, James, eyeing off. Can you believe it, Fremantle fans? They are eyeing off a home qualifying final. I mean, that's massive if they if they can actually earn that right. But there's no reason why they can't. And, and this game was really good as well, James, because. We know about Port. They lost their first five games. They've they've been in really hot form, and they just they, they don't have much room now to slip up. And they came back really hard in the last quarter. I mean, this game was fantastic. It, it had it had hangers, two massive hangers, and it also had a couple of potential goal of goal of the year contentions from so wrong, so wrong, so right, and also from Big Chuck Dixon as well. So yep. the game had plenty of highlights, but yeah, again, another crucial win for the Freo Dockers. They've started to make the old Optus Oval a bit of a fortress, James. They are, they are, and I don't know how they're going to turn it into it in finals, but look, I'm sure that, I'm sure that they'll do something. They'll do something. And they'll make it special. Uh, should we go to the to the ladder, the Fish and Wogs ladder? Yes. The, uh, <laughs> Melbourne in first, Geelong second, Brisbane third, Fremantle fourth, Carlton fifth, Collingwood sixth, Richmond and Sydney round out the top eight with St Kilda knocking on the door with yes. 36 also on percentage. That's why they're ninth. Uh, and then feeding the bottom of the ladder, getting the sloppy seconds and the just... Priority picks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> North Melbourne, the Weagles, and the Dons. Yeah, come on. Uh, all right. Let's go to a bit of world sport. Yeah, let's do um, it. Wimbledon. Very, 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 very quickly. Uh, Kyrgios is playing tonight. Oh, it's this huge, is a, isn't it? This is a huge game. Winning against a uh, a man who called, who dubbed Kyrgios a bully. Sissy Pass? Yep. Who apparently has What's no... Who, who <laughs> apparently has no friends in the locker room, according to Kyrgios. But I didn't say it. He did. No, no, um, no. Just direct quote. And, yeah, so the bully beat the man with no friends, according to <laughs> each source. Gee, uh, and they both had to give up a bit of money. Kyrgios about a five grand fine for uh, audible obscenities. Uh, so that, that's look, just, that, that's okay. That, that's that pretty That just typical. means he just doesn't parent 
buy a new pair of shoes. Tomorrow. No, that's correct. That's, and that's and okay. Sissy Pass, um, fourteen and a half grand if you don't mind for hitting a ball aggressively into the crowd. So guys have to cough up a bit, but um, yeah, no, we 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 love we love it. I mean, James, we talked about this before, didn't we? Wouldn't you love Curios to get up and win this entire tournament oh, I, I and just like, rub his nose into the prestige of Wimbledon? I feel like if he won this the final, being shown at Fed Square, he would he would retire, mate. He would retire. <laughs> he would full on retire and try and play. I don't know amateur basketball or something, something like that. He would do it. Um, also tonight, uh, Jason Kubler plays um, Taylor Fritz. Taylor Fritz, yeah. which Fritz has really came up in the ranks. He's he's currently ranked eleventh, but he's, Kubler's been amazing in this tournament so, so far. He's the only um, he's oh. the only qualifier uh, to reach the uh, round four. It's incredible. So, f- other games we've got today tonight. Dimina. Alex Dimonar plays uh, Chilean Christian Garin, Garin, who's currently ranked 43 in the world. And again, Kyrgios plays Nakashima. Brandon Nakashima is ranked 56th in the world, 16 seeds below Kyrgios. Uh, and then, uh, this is this going to be a meal of a, of a uh, name, Botic <laughs> van der Van der Zanschup. You can do it. Who's ranked 25th <laughs> in the world, plays world number two, Rafael Nadal. Don't know if you know who that guy is. but No, I don't, unfortunately. Not personally. Yeah, um, kind of good at tennis. And what about the women's draw tonight? Elise Cornette from France plays Alana Tomlanovic. Uh, she... I um, love that name. Tommy Alanovic. Berrettini's partner. How about that? And she... She is having a very nice tournament. She's a particularly good player on grass, so... There's no saying that she can't win this game. There, there's there's nothing saying it. And I'll tell you what, quarterfinal, um, this will be tomorrow, Australian time, but Novak Djokovic up against Yannick Sinner. Yannick Sinner is one of the up-and-coming jets of the game of tennis. He's just beaten Carlos Alcaraz, so that's no easy for so watch out for that game. Could be a potential upset brewing the number 10 seed up against the number 1 seed. James, to it. it's exciting. Love Wimbledon. Going to stay in England. England. Uh, and we're going to go to Silverstone for the yes. British Grand Prix that happened yes. overnight. Yes. Uh, Carlos Sainz winning his first ever Grand Prix. Uh, wow. Again, and second, it's Checo Perez, uh, Lewis Hamilton in third, wrapping up the podiums. In his 150th, if you in don't his mind as well. Wow, how um, about that? Taking 150 starts to get a win. Finally in a Ferrari, getting a win. Everyone's very happy. And finally enough, in... Uh, Lando Norris is a, obviously a Mac- uh, McLaren driver, and he was streaming the Formula One game, and he did the British Grand Prix. This was like a month ago. And finally enough, the exact same podium happened in the game. Wow. Proceeded, and it happened last <sighs> night. So, go, Good luck, go figure. Good luck, Tom. Um, but look, big, big crash happened with Guang Yuzhao, uh, the Alfa Romero driver as well, getting stuck between the tyre barrage um, and, the, and the fence uh, at the very, very back of the first turn mm-hmm. uh, and a few photographers are lined up on that first corner as well to get the iconic you know uh, Silverson straight and ended up getting the most amazing photos I've ever seen of just carnage, carnage. it was crazy <sighs> Absolute carnage. Uh, but good to know that he's alright Alexander Albon is also in hospital with mm-hmm. another separate crash that happened on the exact same turn Jeez, uh, got chucked into the wall and then <sighs> landed the I'm, I'm pretty sure he just head-on collision, which kind of is not what you expect in Formula 1, but he was on his side, ran into someone else who was going around the first corner, but they're all good, which is the best news that's, of the that's day. That's the most important um, thing. Daniel Ricciardo finishing 13th. Not too great for 
No. Australian fans and McLaren fans. Uh, Lando Norris, best of those drivers in the young young drivers, if you, if you'd like to say that, finishing sixth. Uh, Max Verstappen getting a puncture, coming yeah. from second, finishing seventh, and Mick Schumacher getting his first points of his career, wow. finishing in eighth behind Seb Vettel. Massive. Almost got the overtake on Verstappen on the last lap on the last corner. Couldn't get the job done, but still, he'll take eighth. He'll take two points, Absolutely. and we move on to Austria next yes. week. And your, and your signature of uh, Seb Vettel still has a bit of value. It does. It does. It does. It does. James, he turned, can we? He turned, he turned thirty-five the other day. Gee. So, man's getting on, Fossil. but he can still uh, he can still fix a car better than some stewards in our park. We can, oh, we can say that because what, what, when we were there, he was he was fixing his own car up by himself and man. teaching him how to getting do it. Getting his own ride share home as well, <laughs> just so jumping funny. on the back of a motorcycle. That was impressive. That was great. James, let's stay in England for a moment because uh, India are currently playing England. Uh, we were talking off air about the com- the perplexity of this because. The series was in India. Um, they didn't finish the series, um, but now this is the fifth test of that series that was played last year because of COVID. And it's been played in England at the moment, and uh, India are leading 2-1. They are currently at stumps, 3 for 125. Um, but we got we got to touch on something that is... A bit of a stat breaker, Here and it go. was oh, it was Stuart Broad, one of our favourites oh, on the show. Mate, he bowled the most <laughs> expensive over in Test match history. Now, now we thought back in the day um, that over that uh, I think it was Bailey. He hit twenty eight runs off Stuart yeah, Broad, yeah. went absolutely nuts. But this over James, oh James Anderson. That's it was James, James Anderson. Anderson. It was James because Anderson. He did this very funny on. talk at a gala dinner yes. where it was like he had me, me and Jimmy Anderson played a nice uh, bit of <laughs> bit of tennis and it went six four four six. Four 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 That's four. That's right. You're spot yeah, on. Very entertaining. You are spot on. But I'll just, broad. Let me just run oh, you through these, yes, please. Ball by ball. Yes, this is an eight yes. ball over. <laughs> four. Ball one. Four. Four. Nice. Ball two. Five wides. <laughs> so obviously a wide that was so wide it went for four runs. <laughs> Seven no balls. <sighs> which is a no ball, which was hit for six. Yep. Four. Nice. Four. Four. Six. And then one. Ah. Uh, could've. 35 oh, off and over. Finished off one. Come that's on. That's all right. Quick single. No, no, get hey, back on hey, strike. That's, that's, hey, respect for that. a guy who's just hit 35 off and over, or 34 off and over, You'll take and it. he's seeing the ball like a beach ball. Oh, right? absolutely. He'll be like, yeah, I'll just take one. Big I'll, melon. I'll, I'll get back on strike next <laughs> over. Uh, that was, yeah, incredible. Look, England lead... Uh, in- India lead England by 257 runs with three wickets remaining. Handy lead. Uh, Chesra Pujara and Rashid Pant on uh, for the current partnership with Pujara on 50 and Pant on 30. Still got a lot of a lot of a good lot batsmen. Of um, Ravi Jadeja is still yet to come. He made and a nice ton in the first innings. He so did. Who did Pant? He did that. Yeah, they've both stuck out. Pant making 146. <laughs> Hopefully, he wants to back that up. Um, day four or day. Th- yeah, day four um, happening tonight. I think it starts at like seven or eight p.m. So it's pretty prime viewing for Australia. Get um, to the elephant in Castle. It's just it's just going to be huge. It's going like, to be massive. As as much as people say, oh, cricket fans, you know, sleep in the in the winter and hibernate. This is what we love. These are two of the like, biggest nations in it's, the cricket world for playing me, each other. I'm, I cannot wait for tonight. So excited. Because it's it's more just like we're going to get a really good day's cricket in. Hopefully we see a massive total from India. Get a f- Hopefully uh, Cheswa Pujara gets 100. Nice. And hopefully, look, they could easily settle on 400 and be like, hey, England, chase 400. 
and see what happens. Uh, England did make 284 in their first innings. Um, Johnny Bairstow getting 106 of 140 Jeez, as well. Hasn't he quite, been good? Quite economical. Hasn't he been um, good? Strike rate of 75.7, wow. so pretty good from him. It's been very nice. Um, but look, the, the openers, uh, Alex Lees and Zach Crawley, want to get on the score sheet because they only scored at 9 and 6. And even Ollie Pope, uh, their keeper, getting uh, 10 runs. So look, bit of pressure's on England. They need to take wickets. Um because Jimmy Anderson, Stuart Broad, and Ben Stokes have all got one apiece, and they'll need to take wickets quickly they will. if they want to though. salvage this game at all. Um, but look, it should have been day day five today in the Australia uh, oh, Sri Lanka Test match. Oh, but the boys were on the beach in uh, Gaul enjoying a <laughs> Gee, few beverages. Uh, Travis, which, had in, Travis Head in particular, I think. He, I he would have been very happy with his performance. Next test is, in eight, is on 8th of July in Gaul as well. Um, 8th, of, 8th of July till the 12th. Bring your windsock. Mate, it was so windy. <laughs> oh, my God. It was crazy. The weather blew down one of the one of the stands. I saw it. Um, <laughs> and they want to play another test there. Uh, right. Oh, Jeez. well, you know what? Hey, there's a method to that. A lot the of fans are coming out, and we love to see it. So uh, good luck to both sides in that two-test series, James. Exactly. I'm very keen. Very Unfortunately, keen. that wraps up the show. It's 5.01. Not going to go two hours like we did last no, time. No, but that was a lot of fun. It was. We will do it again. We will definitely do it but, again. But um, it's been great. Jimmy, and always a pleasure. A lot, a lot of sports to happen. Kyrgios tonight. Oh, Djokovic. Huge. Nadal. By Friday, we'll have the women's final, the men's final all locked away. Except for two matches. I'm pretty sure she'll have at least one finalist for each. Mm. Sammy Boy will have to cover this well. Sammy bit will of pressure have to, on the um, bit, bit of pressure on pick the Pick up a man. racket. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's been good, mate. It's been a lot of fun, Jimmy. Always a pleasure. We'll uh, we'll see you guys next week and don't forget to follow us on social media because we have a bit of banter on there. We do, don't we? It's a bit of fun. You get to see our footy tips and see how badly we <laughs> fail at it and God we're sometimes we're hopeless. Jeez, at it. We're shocking sometimes. Alright. Jimmy Have a good one. We'll see you soon. Happy fourth of July.